1: Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Josh Walston. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, we had a special request. Oh. Uh, through, the, uh, through the back. We're phone. taking requests now? We are. We're, uh, case case him, taking your requests on America's <laughs> Top 40. Um, we were requested to remember some football guys since oh. it's now Super Bowl time. Zach Miners of the Clinical Hacks uh, suggested that we remember some football guys. So I went on the eBay, Uh and I got us a box of uh, 1993 Top Stadium Club Football Series 1, if you're taking notes at home. Ooh. All right, then. And I thought we could remember some guys.
2: I bet you we could remember
1: some guys. All right. So here we go. I got our pack. All right. You picking that up on the mic? I got it. That's a hot Ooh, mic. Yeah. That's a hot fully mic. Foley work, buddy. Foley work. Doing a little extra for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does this Are, come with any bazooka gum? There's no gum. This is like the Damn nicer. It. This is like, this is for serious collectors. This isn't eating bubble okay. gum shit. This All is right. like nice pictures, really glossy, really good stuff. All right. Top of the pack. Let me see uh-huh. if you can remember this guy's nickname. Okay. Craig Hayward. Oh, shit.
2: It's like top of my tongue. Uh, it's... uh, The Hammer.
1: Close. Very close. Damn it. Head. Oh, yeah. All Just right. not what you want your girlfriend's nickname to be. No. No. <laughs> At this day and time, he was with the Bears. Um, okay. All right. Looks like he had played with the Saints. Um... So I, I don't know like where he played his whole career. Oh, this is a good mm. one. So I'm just going to say this guy's name and tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Andre Bad Moon Rising. <laughs> Lisa Left Eye. <laughs> yes, exactly. Burned okay. the house. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. Lisa Left Eye Lopez of TLC fame uh-huh. burned this motherfucker's house down <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> Can you because believe she loved it? him so much. That's how you say, I love you, by Loving burning down the house. Deep. <laughs> I think what it was is they got into a fight and she threw a uh-huh. bunch of his shit in the bathtub and, like, poured some, like, lighter fluid on it and, and just to burn his shit, thinking it uh-huh. wouldn't spread. And then it, like, melted the bathtub. And the next thing, you know, <laughs> oh, the entire mansion is, like, up in flames. It's the greatest uh, story about Andre, as yeah. Chris Berman would call him, Bad Moon Rising. So that's a good one.
2: Don't go chasing waterfalls.
1: Do not. Under any circumstance. No,
2: no. uh -uh. Uh-uh.
1: This is a good one, actually. A a little bit of a dental reference here. Okay. Um, I I don't know if they were, I guess, the Los Angeles Rams at this time. Uh, Yeah, Los Angeles Rams, wide receiver, Flipper Anderson. Okay. And if you're a prosthodontist, you would insist that his name be Interim (laughs) RPD Anderson, because heaven forbid... Uh We were not allowed to use the term flipper at. Dennis oh, really? School. I don't know about okay. you guys. They were super I, anal about that.
2: I didn't even know what the hell a flipper was when I graduated. And I, you know, so we never talked about it. It Was never brought up. And then I graduate and and, and I'm into practice and the, someone has a flipper. I'm like, what the hell are you talking <laughs> are you about? Like, I'm thinking,
1: what? I'm thinking a dolphin. Yeah, you got a deformity <laughs> and you're born with yeah. a fin. Like what? What's the deal? <laughs> um. Yeah, we had this. Uh, prosthodontist uh who taught us in pre-doc named uh, dr hartman and okay. dr hartman went on a rant one time in lecture about how is a dolphin not a prosthetic it's an interim rpd gotcha if you ever treatment plan a flipper with him he will like he will fail you gotcha note to so, self interim rpd anderson Ooh, a great seahawk Ooh. literally a great seahawk cortez kennedy nice you have any any fond memories of cortez i I just love that big old dude just running around and just terrorizing hall of famer yeah yeah at least so yeah like within the last couple years yeah
2: yeah and uh certainly the seahawks ring of honor and that whole thing so
1: in 92 he had 14 sacks which is nice a crazy big number Especially in '92, when people when teams are passing way less, that seems like yeah. a huge number in '92.
2: Well, and it's what sucks is he's such a great player on so many shitty teams. He never really yeah. got to play with anybody
1: worth a damn. Sort of a like Steve Largent syndrome, right? Right, right. Here's a good name, great name for a kicker, Chip Low Miller.
2: <laughs> Washing- vaguely sounds, yeah. yeah,
1: Washington Redskins kicker. Like, because what? Like, if it's a short field goal, what do you call it? It's a chip shot. Right? It's a chip. Yeah. So, so Chiplo Miller is literally a great name for a, uh, for a kicker. Ah, this is a good pack, brother. Every, I've known every guy. Um, this guy has a great uh, school lunch named after him. Sean Salisbury. <laughs> he was a Seahawk, too. At some point, he was. Yeah, Minnesota yeah. Viking is where he's pictured here. I believe he was um, a Trojan, a USC Trojan. Uh, yeah, he did go to USC. Good, good pull, Lance. Very good pull. Yeah, I
2: I know a few things.
1: Very good pull. Um, yeah, Salisbury steak is one of my memories of elementary school. Didn't like it then, don't like it now. (laughs) Actually, never seen it on a menu anywhere. Have you? Uh, no, just Hungry Man TV dinners. Yeah, it's, it doesn't exist like in the restaurant world. How did they even come up with that name? What what the hell is a I don't, Salisbury yeah, stick? I don't know. I really don't know. What part know. of the cow with the Salisbury? Right. And, and is it the sauce that makes it that? I just don't... And the sauce wasn't huh. good. I wouldn't... No. If I made that sauce, I wouldn't put my name on it.
2: It's like the gravy that you get when you pour water in your dog food. Yes, exactly. It.
1: That's exactly <laughs> what it turns into. Uh, natron means... Uh, running oh, yeah. back for the um, Chargers. I believe this was the couple years before they went to the Super Bowl. I think Natron Means was a pretty big time guy in that Super Bowl. This actually is rookie card, Lance. So,
0: okay. I mean, I don't know. Ooh. We
1: might be able to sell this thing and, Got- and make a little money. Anybody in the market for a '93 Natron Means rookie <laughs> card? Uh, let me know. It's good condition. Nice. It's good condition for us out of a pack. Okay. Interesting guy here. Obviously, in my neck of the woods, this is a guy, Troy Aikman. There you go. Now in the nineties, uh huh, there were rumors about a star quarterback who was gay. Oh yeah. I remember and those the rumors. Big rumor was Troy Aikman. Yeah. That was the big rumor. Uh the other one that was like vaguely would come up from time to time was Steve Young. Um and then people would throw out that he was a member of LDS and so yeah. that didn't seem likely uh, I don't know if that means anything, really. <laughs> no. Uh, um, but, you know, uh, so Traichman, uh dated a few country singers. Um, one in particular was supposed to be like this celebrity couple. He dated uh, a country singer uh, who I can't believe I still remember this, uh, whose name was Lori Morgan. Uh, who I, The only reason I know who she is is because she dated Traichman. Okay. But I'm looking at a picture, of, and this is Troy Aikman's Super Bowl MVP winning quarterback. Yeah. And I'm looking at this picture of Lori Morgan. Like, what the hell are you thinking, Troy Aikman? This is not Carrie Underwood. Like, what are you doing? Who is this woman? And why were you dating her at literally the height of your power? So look up Lori Morgan if, you, if you're just dying okay. to figure out like what a bad hang would be. It's L O R R I E Morgan. Um, she actually looks like a female version of Troy Aikman. Same haircut and everything, like same mullet haircut. Very weird look. Um, she did not age well. No, she she age well. She didn't look good when she was young. No, but what are you doing dating Lori Morgan? Just not a good worse. singer. Not attractive? What are you doing?
2: Oh, here's a couple pictures where she's not bad looking.
1: A lot of Photoshop? But Vaseline my, on the lens? What are we doing? Something,
2: a little bit of that, maybe. But yeah, Troy had better options.
1: Um,
0: next. Ugh, yeah, no. not good.
1: <laughs> tough look. <laughs> Very tough look. Uh, here's a good one. This Man, this pack is awesome. This is the best pack I've ever opened. Uh, Jim Everett. <laughs> when I say Jim Everett, what do you think about Jim Everett? Punching Jim Rome, punching Jim Rome, absolutely. <laughs> call He's me never, Chrissy. Yeah, call me Chrissy one more time, and he did. And then Jim Everett punched Jim Rome. If you haven't ever seen that clip, I'll just go on pause the podcast, go on to YouTube, yeah. look up, look up For Jim sure. Everett attacks Jim Rome, uh, and this was like live on. I remember I was watching this on ESPN two as oh 11. really the Deuce. By the way, Um, (laughs) not the Ocho, not the Ocho. No, they weren't quite there yet, Uh, and 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 they had to like cut away. This became a huge story. This like put Jim Rome on the map.
2: I mean, there's no such thing as bad press at that point.
1: No, yeah, I mean, he was kind of a radio guy that didn't, you know, had had a big radio following, but that hadn't translated into widespread popularity or success. Yep. Uh, Here's a good. Man, challenge me on this one, Lance. Maybe best football name of all time. Carl Mecklenburg. Love him. Defensive yeah. tackle for the Denver Broncos. Best football name ever, I would think. Think uh, so? Yeah, I mean, Mecklenburg. Carl Mecklenburg. It's, it sounds like a movie name almost.
2: Yeah, yeah. I remember right. hating him just because he was a Bronco. Yeah,
1: he was in division rival for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you this guy's name. I want you to try to guess a nickname again. Okay. Christian Okoye, oh shit! Um, it's a big dude for
2: the Kansas City Chiefs. Big uh, dude for the
1: Chiefs. Shouts to our shouts to our Chiefs fans, Baron Gruder. Yeah, Zach Miners. Oh shit! The chief. The, I don't know. The Nigerian nightmare. That's right. Which, looking back, maybe not such a woke nickname. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. that's, I, Was he a prince? Yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I don't think he needed you to transfer um, $3,500 into his account to get his money out. Um, yeah, I, if Christian Okoye is playing in 2019, I don't think Nigerian Nightmare is his nickname. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, an insert card. Ooh. This is a Denver Broncos Super Team card. So, apparently, if the team pictured on this card wins the Super Bowl you win a full set of top stadium club prizes. Okay. So this was, So did the Denver Broncos win the Super Bowl in 1994? No, I think that was Dallas, wasn't it? Yeah. Damn it. This thing is worthless. Damn it. Worthless. All right. Uh, last card in the pack. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, pictured as a Seahawk, but I remember him as something else. Eugene Robinson. (laughs) Yeah. Could there be a more appropriate player, uh, uh, a guy, could there be a more appropriate guy to remember during Super Bowl time than Eugene Robinson? Hookers are people too. So do you remember (laughs) the story? (laughs) Parts of it, yeah. So Eugene Robinson was probably one of the top, three safeties in the league at that point. Uh-huh. I'm talking what year was this? 98. He in where he's pictured in this, he's a Seahawk, but at some point he made his way to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh-huh. And it was the year that the Falcons made the Super Bowl and they were playing the Broncos, so that was like Super Bowl 33, if I remember correctly. Okay. And the night before the game, Eugene Robinson, who's like the Falcons are depending on this guy, Oh yeah, Eugene Robinson gets arrested literally the Saturday before the Super Bowl, propositioning a hooker in downtown Atlanta, like a mile from the team hotel, a mile from the stadium, uh-huh. and spends the night in jail. I don't remember. Did he play in the game? That I don't remember. I, I want to say he did, but it, maybe he didn't. I I don't think he did. I, I'll have to go back and look. But that was just like the toughest of night before the Super Bowl stories. Um, oh, yeah. That- well,
2: the thing, you know, here in Seattle, I mean, we we worshipped him. It just sucked when he left. And he always had the, I mean, talk about image. His his image was perfect. And so to have yes, that that's guy. Right.
1: It would be like, I'm trying to think of like the the most Christian, you know, who like who right now is like super, you know, Christian and like talks all the time about values and stuff like that. Like Tim Tebow. It'd be like Tim yeah, Tebow getting arrested, like getting a blowy from a prostitute the night before the Super Bowl. Like Tim Tebow would ever be in the Super Bowl, but regardless, huge story at the time. Um, oh yeah, and I'm trying. It says it's talking a lot about how he cried all night afterwards. Um, he played in the game, but the but the. Uh, but the Broncos uh, beat the uh, the Falcons, so yeah. Here's just a quick tip: if you're gonna uh, solicit the the uh, services of a uh, a uh, sex worker uh-huh. the night before the Super Bowl, maybe have them come to your room. Yeah, um, that way you don't have to like drive around in a rental car. This is why guys Kia have Sophia. like
2: posses. They got. Guys yeah. to go
1: get that for right. them. Yeah, go 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 hook a brother up. Come on, man. Like, what, Yeah, if we learn I anything from R. Kelly, it's... Right. Uh, it's you got yeah. to have the squad that does the talent scouting, so to speak. Exactly. That was remembering some guys. That was maybe the best pack that I've <laughs> opened, because I think both of us remembered every single one of those guys. Yeah. yeah. Pretty successful. Right. Pretty good. We, we can talk about the game next week. I don't want to get too hot and heavy into our Super Bowl... Okay. Uh, predictions or anything but over the next week i'll maybe find some interesting prop bets uh, gotcha. related to the game and we'll go over those next week you cool with that i am sweet well that was remembering some guys but lance this is an advice show
2: a shitty advice show
1: we answer your questions we answer questions we find on all those neat little dental facebook groups we answer questions from reddit, reddit. we strive to help dennis and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice so please we need your questions they are the sustenance we crave you can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance. Nope. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best football name ever? Because we all know that Carl Mecklenburg is the greatest football name of all time. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. What, do you think Gordon Christensen has a favorite NFL team?
2: I'm sure he's a Bronco fan.
1: You think so? Is that Everybody a typical in Utah. thing in— okay. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that.
2: I I do not agree with it, but I guess it kind of makes sense. It's one state over.
1: So we've got fry sauce, funeral potatoes, and the Denver Broncos. Uh Uh-huh. I'm thinking, like, do you remember when Johnny Carson used to do Karnak? (laughs) Yeah. uh He, he, like, hold the envelope (laughs) to his hand. He was like, fry sauce, funeral potatoes, and the Denver Broncos. And he would open it and say, things Mormons love. And, like, Mormon people (laughs) would laugh, probably. Yeah, both of them. (laughs) <laughs> uh, question one Reddit user Josh DM, No relation to me asks okay. My dentist had never heard the 2.30 appointment joke until today How should I feel about this? I was scheduled At 2.30 for my appointment And therefore was obligated To crack the classic When is it the best time to see your dentist? 2.30 Joke Two dentists and two dental assistants someone doubles as a receptionist, with decades of practice. None of them have ever heard it before. Well-populated area, lots of business, lots of appointments, been going there for at least 15 years. I now question reality. How does this happen? How should I feel? Edit. Yes, one of the dentists is a dad. Lance, have you heard the 230 joke?
2: My God, yes, I've heard that stupid-ass, dumb-ass joke. Yes. I may have cracked it a few
1: times, too. Should this gentleman be alarmed <laughs> that his dentist had never heard the joke? I don't know if alarmed is the right word.
2: Because uh, every once in a while, it, I, I, when I do crack it, it's, it's kind of like I'm rolling my eyes, finishing the joke that was obvious, you know, 2.30. Huh. And then the, some people go, w- what do you mean? I don't get it. And you're like, oh, shit, really? And then they they do the math themselves because it's not hard math. They don't have to carry the one. It's simple. But yeah, I'm I just don't think alarmed is the right way to be, but uh I mean when was the first time you heard that stupid ass joke?
1: I mean I you know, I don't know, like sixth grade probably, yeah, like off of a exactly. fucking laffy taffy rapper. Like
2: Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm reading these stupid joke books and, and hearing all these 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 one liners. Yeah. And I mean uh, it's
1: just like it's ubiquitous. How could you have not? I yeah. you know me and conspiracy theories, right? I love a conspiracy theory. Uh huh. I got a conspiracy theory for you. Okay. All right. This dentist has obviously heard that joke. Every yeah. time this dentist gets told that joke, this dentist laughs and laughs like it's the first time you ever heard it and fakes the hell out of it. Uh-huh. I don't believe this guy for a second, Lance. Yeah. I I
2: do think the world is full of liars. And uh this dentist is lying.
1: And... um We've talked about it before. We've we've made this reference before, but Meg Ryan in... What's the name of that? You've that Got May- Mail? <laughs> Is that the one where she <laughs> pretends like she's coming? Oh, no. <laughs> Harry <met Sally. laughs> when Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally. Meg Ryan pretending like she's just nutting it up uh-huh. on a Sibian in the middle of that restaurant. Yeah. I think that's what this guy's doing. I think he laughs, and I think he like fake laughs like (laughs) that's a good one i've never heard that before i think he does it every time i think he's faking an orgasm
2: oh you you think the dentist laughed as well as had not heard it before
1: absolutely
2: oh okay why Uh, else
1: would you pretend to not have heard it before like i of course he laughed they did say that he was a dad and lance as you well know your sense of humor obviously just goes straight to shit once you become a dad right to shit
0: Does not pass go.
1: It's like, as soon as the sperm penetrates the egg, Uh all of a sudden, like, all of a sudden you really start to like... Um, like well Billy- it's kind
2: of, kind of like the the lightning uh, effects in Highlander when they you know, cut off the head and you start absorbing all that lightning right. that, that that's what happens when the sperm penetrates the egg yeah. you you and just you suddenly a jerk and then you're just like
1: holy shit Steve Harvey's really funny and it's like whoa what the <laughs> hell happened to me yeah. i used to be really edgy and now i'm uh-huh. laughing at uh, what is he on family feud is that what it is uh yeah uh-huh family feud now i'm laughing at family feud what the hell happened to me Oh, it's like literally instantaneously.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't believe that they've never heard this joke. There's no way. It's just not possible.
2: Yeah. I I think they're trying to make the the patient feel good and important and uh, they played it wrong.
1: That'd be like walking into like an office or anywhere. It'd be like walking Uh into any business and or like here's a here's an even tighter example. Okay. It'd be like on September 11th, like baking an apple pie for whatever like nearest fire station is closest to you, and taking it to them. Uh-huh. It's like oh, like we baked you this pie. Thank you so much for everything you do. And they're like, yeah, w- what's the deal? Like oh, it's September 11th. And they're like, oh, I've never heard of it. Like what? You're like <laughs> how have you never? Have you never right. heard of this? Right. There's no way a dentist has not heard this. There's just no way.
2: Yeah, I I can't imagine a world.
1: Where they haven't. I don't believe this thing. I don't know if I don't believe the poster or if I don't believe the dentist, but I don't believe one of them.
2: Yeah, I i believe the poster just because who in the right mind would post that if it wasn't true?
1: LSD. Okay. Somebody's on LSD.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, okay. There's just no way. There's no freaking way. They're just a good liar. I bet this guy had a big treatment plan. Well, that, yeah, that's a good point. I'll laugh I, at any fucking joke if absolutely. somebody's got like a $5,000 plus treatment plan. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. You, you're, we're planning some veneers. Fuck, you can be the dumbest, sappiest joke, and I'm, I'm going to Absol- laugh. I'm in. I'm all yeah. in. Say it again. I'm going to laugh again. Hey, let me go get my, some friends. Come uh, bring them over <laughs> here. Do, do it again. Do it again. I'm, do it,
1: come on. Do it again. Make me laugh, monkey. <laughs> Jesus. I just, I don't, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at I'm looking at his his post history. Okay. And it's long. He's got forty seven thousand karma. So um this dude wow. is posting a lot. And it seems like there's a, a couple of things like in SpongeBob. Uh um, really? All right. Uh, and then in some uh like video game ones. Um I yeah, like just tough stuff. Like nothing that's like really all that all that interesting. Uh-huh. And nothing that would help me get to the bottom of this dude. He he does have a dachshund, because he's posting a lot in the dachshund subreddit, like the type of dog. Right, right. Huh. Um he does not like peeps the candy. Oh really? really? And he he does have a post in the subreddit of Thanks I Hate It. And it's him eating peeps dipped in ketchup.
2: Whoa. Was that a dare? I, d-
1: I, I don't know what the... I, I guess that's sort of what you do in that subreddit is just post-girl stuff. I'm not really sure.
2: Huh. Okay.
1: Nothing really all that great, to be honest with you, in, in his... Okay. So he did, this is strange. He does have a post in the subreddit for the show Manifest on NBC. Okay. I watched one episode of that fucking show. I still haven't. It was... The premise of it was awesome. You remember that, like, Malaysian Flight 800 or whatever, like, disappeared? Uh Yeah. The premise of it was, like, that happens. But then five years later, the plane just, like, lands at JFK. And the people on the plane, like, they just took off. They didn't know they'd been gone for five years. And then everyone's like, what, dude? Were you, you? This plane's been gone for five years, now it's here? So it's a great premise for a show, and it's garbage. So much garbage. Really? So it's, it's so much garbage that this is a show on NBC primetime. Their subreddit has 5,000 members. Oh, God. <laughs> I would say that does not have any societal traction whatsoever. No, no. How many, like, all right, so how many members of the office subreddit do you think there are? Let's just look. Oh,
2: 200,000? Uh,
1: yeah, it's got to be something like that. It may even be millions. Yeah.
2: Um, I, I don't know how much. I don't spend f- much time Reddit, on Reddit. They so.
1: changed it to Dunder Mifflin. Jeez, fucking uh, office. It's fi- it was fine. The office was fine. <laughs> 1.3 million members. Yeah, okay. There's a show that's been off of TV for a decade. Yeah. This show that is literally on primetime network TV right now has 5,000 members in the subreddit. And this dude is yeah. posting plot points on there. <laughs> Very tough one. Yeah. Extreme That's... tough one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I. Be- I guess I believe him because anybody who likes that garbage television <laughs> show.
2: Uh-huh.
1: The and we did bitch to it. Obviously, isn't creative enough to come up with this story on their own. Right. So, right. I think that Dennis is absolutely lying. Probably. Totally faking an orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're good at I, faking it, then... I know we've talked about this before, but just Meg Ryan just pretends to come in that restaurant and no one, like, asked her to leave. <laughs> That's a white privilege, my friend. That yeah. is the definition of... Of white-ass privilege. Still yeah. haven't seen the movie, and I don't think I will, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah? Nah, it's one of our family favorites. You watch that with your daughters? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Christ, Lance.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not a I'm good trying dad. to remember. You know, there's like a moment when everyone's like, 7 or 8 or 9 uh-huh. when then their family their their parents are watching a movie and maybe you're watching it with them and there's like a sex scene and sort of just that cringe worthy uncomfortableness that happens and the one that i remember the most in my mind is top gun uh-huh and there's that there's the scene it's i what's take my breath away is the song yeah right? yeah and that fucking song every time that song comes on all it does <laughs> is make me think about Like like being so uncomfortable. Like, I don't really understand what's happening. I just know that that's not something I'm supposed to be seeing with my parents in the room. And that that song makes me so uncomfortable. I'm 40, Lance. I am 40, and that song still like (laughs) oh oh, god, I hate it. I hate that song so much. Yeah. Yeah. This Dennis is faking. (laughs) Hey, Lance. You ever have an empty chair in your office? So many. Doesn't it suck? Sucks
2: donkey balls.
1: If there was only a way to fill that chair. And I, I think just I f-
2: wish I wish I knew of one.
1: I, I think I can tell you one. Okay. It's called Schedule Widget. Schedule Widget is a plugin that goes on your website that allows new patients to book their appointment with you right on your website with a couple of clicks. Lance, what are the odds that a new patient is at your website at a time in which someone is at your office to answer the phone? Not not good odds, uh, the way my practice is going. <laughs> it's actually a math problem. <laughs> Eight out of 24 is 33%. So there's 33% chance that they're going to call and someone's going to answer the phone. So there's a 66% chance that they're going to call to schedule their appointment when you're not there, which means they're probably going to move on to the next person on the list. Good chance. Capture that data. Capture that lead. Have them book an appointment with you online. Now, there are plenty of services that do this and charge the dentist lots of money, right? There are. Guess how much schedule widget costs? $1 million. A little bit of an overestimation there. Okay. All right. How about zero? How does zero sound, Lance? Zero is great. Zero is awesome. Awesome. And that's My what favorite. Schedule Widget charges dentists. Schedule Widget isn't looking to make money on the backs of dentists. Schedule Widget is looking to build a platform which will allow dentists to get new patients from all kinds of market partners and generate new patients from the leads they have on their website. Convert those leads. So hit up schedulewidget.com, use a promo code Josh. I got an email from the CEO of Schedule Widget last week. Oh, yeah. And he told me we got a, a, a sign up on Schedule Widget who used our promo code Josh. And guess where they were from, Lance? Nigeria? Close. Oh. Norway. Oh, wow. Norway. I had no idea we had a listener in Norway. <laughs> wow. The only thing I know about Norway is what I've learned about Norway at Epcot. <laughs> and that's where they have the Frozen Ride. Which I don't even know if that happens in Norway because I've never seen Frozen.
0: Oh
2: yeah, I I did. I got kids.
1: Does it happen in Norway?
2: I think it does. I okay, think so. good,
1: cool. So I don't know. Hopefully now Elsa can book her appointment online with this dentist in Norway using Schedule Widget. So hit up ScheduleWidget.com promo code Josh. It's totally free. You can be literally allowing patients, new patients, to book their appointments with you online. Within a day. Check it out, schedulewitch.com. Awesome. Question two Reddit user Sivaga asks I like to spread my teeth apart. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe I'd put a different kind of read on that. <laughs> Ever since I was a kid, I loved the feeling of sticking pieces of plastic between my teeth oh, gosh. and spreading them apart. It gives me an extremely pleasurable feeling. I also like to puncture my gums with sharp metal object. It feels really good to me. Any known reason why? Or can you tell me if I'm going to have problems later on because of it? Can't find any info online about it.
2: Dude, you got problems now? Dude, you, you're you're a psycho.
1: I was so hoping you'd say that. <laughs> I was so hoping
0: that was going to be what you were going to say.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it's like Sister Mary G- Catherine Gallagher sticking her fingers in her armpits and smelling them.
1: When she gets nervous. <laughs> Lance, have you ever stuck a piece of plastic between your teeth to spread them apart? Yeah, no. uh, No. Not even once. Have you ever gotten a piece of food or something stuck in between your teeth so much that it, like, w- is wedging your teeth apart?
2: Oh, yeah. Done that. Sucks. Aided
1: Horrible it. feeling. You wanted to, to end it? Horrible feeling.
2: This guy's doing it on purpose? This guy loves it. This
1: guy is... This, this guy, guy sets animals on fire is what he is. He, yeah. This, this, this guy is, is uh, McDonald triad shit right here. Yeah. Which we've talked about plenty of times, the sort of uh, characteristics of a of a serial killer. Uh, they all fit the McDonald Triad. Yeah. This we're going to read about this guy in the news. Them. Spreading your teeth apart. I remember one time this guy comes in, and, and it's like he's a good long-term patient. He had implants at 8 and 9 that were done by another clinician 15 years ago. Okay. So he comes in, and he says, my implant's loose. He says, I've been into something. I've been into a fork, and my implant's loose. So I was like, anytime I see oh my implant's loose, is an emergency. I just assume it's the screw and it's the abutment right. That's loose, uh-huh. right, right. So I walk in and I look at this guy, and I just like can't figure out what's where. All for some reason, he has this massive diastema between eight and nine that I know he didn't have there before. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, this like he's got a diastema. He's got like this weird black triangle now. Okay wait a second. That black triangle looks really funny. Wait a second. It's not a black triangle. It's an actual piece of the fork. It was a plastic fork. Oh shit. That got wedged in between the two implants and broke and literally like pried his implants apart. So I like got a scaler in there, and popped out that piece of fork and that other implant. Literally, I watched it move like back into place. So I was like, listen, bro, I don't know, like, this happened three days ago. I don't know if you, like, did any permanent damage here, um, but I don't know what the hell just happened, but we need to just let this sit and heal for a little while and see what happens. Uh, And it tightened back up. Everything was fine. I've never seen anything like it before. It's crazy. I was like, how did you survive three days like this? He was like, well, it's kind of uncomfortable. Kind of (laughs) uncomfortable. Jesus.
2: In in my practice, any slight annoyance, it's the end
1: of the world, the chicken little exactly like a little piece of food cost caught, caught between 17 and 18 and they're like oh my god it hurts so this guy is a, a literal piece of fork wedging his two implants apart so much so that he had like a two millimeter diastema that he didn't have before he's like yeah i was kind of uncomfortable what wow crazy um i i also remember going to at some i don't remember what this was about it was like uh, team CE event and so it was a hygienist talking about like you know whatever whatever shit hygienists talk about in their programs um, yeah, yeah
2: I don't pay attention them.
1: plaque control and all that kind of stuff sure like, ways to help your patients whatever biofilm and she she told this story that I'll never forget she's like I have this old patient named Daryl or whatever and Daryl doesn't like to floss but he goes to McDonald's and he gets McDonald's straws and chews them flat and digs those around his gums. And that's what he uses to debride plaque in between his teeth. And I told him, Hey, if that's what you're going to do, you do what you're going to do. And it was like, what? Really? Like, that's a strange thing to say. Yeah. A little bit. So I've never forgotten about that guy. Just from the story of like the guy that just gets, uh, walks into McDonald's ostensibly without ordering anything. and just grabs a bunch of straws and leaves and that's what he uses to clean his teeth. It's very strange. <laughs> very strange. A little bit. Yeah. Um, I, So I had a kid in yesterday who had like I or J, I can't remember which one, that was super loose, but like pushed off to the buckle. And whatever, the, it was 12 or 13 was coming in under, underneath it. Right. But it, it had kind of pushed it to a buckle where like, that root wasn't going to resorb anymore. That kid just had to wiggle on this thing until it came out. Uh-huh. And he did not want to get it extracted because he didn't want to get a shot. And I'm like, bro, you're just going to have to like, push on this thing until it comes out. Uh-huh. He was like, but it hurts. I'm like, well, like, you know, you push on it until it hurts a little bit and you stop. Um, and he was like, well, I, don't, I just don't like it. I just don't like it. And it's like, I kind of wish that that kid had 5% of what this guy has. Right, exactly. Because then he could get that tooth out on his own.
2: Don't you just want to punch that kid?
1: Yeah. I had to refer out to an oral <laughs> surgeon like uh-huh. CNH, mobile CNH really? extraction on a 13-year-old because oh, the kid God. just like wouldn't let me do it. And then this yeah. was like, this kid was on 60% nitrous. <laughs> like <laughs> I had this kid tiled up so high uh-huh. and he still was like a mess. And so I'm like, I tried it once. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. So I referred yeah. it to the oral surgeon and I'm like, I, I wrote on the referral form i literally cannot believe i'm referring you cnh uh thankfully the oral <laughs> surgeon called the orthodontist and was like can i at least take out this kid's third molars while we're doing this and the nice. orthodontist was like yeah that sounds great so that's what he did so at least it made the oral surgeon's day a little bit but sure yeah that turned into like a twenty seven hundred dollar yeah visit to my office it ended up being that because like i would have gotten out cnh for what like fifty dollars each or something like exactly. that. exactly exactly to the oral surgeon and got sedation in thirds. Um, So, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Tough Uh look, kid. Tough look. Oh,
2: that's Um, awesome.
1: Yeah, so this is weird. Don't do this. This is going to be problems. Mental problems in addition to like, you're going to get all kinds of recession and weird shit.
2: Yeah. Don't become a serial killer.
1: Let's look into Savaga here. Kind of afraid to. Um, Only Karma 11 but a few posts. Um, this is, uh, off the Reddit, uh, off the subreddit, off my chest it says okay. need need some advice. My girlfriend of six months was invited to a party where everyone is doing Molly. I was a little nervous as I don't know these people well, but she assured me that everything would be fine and I had nothing to worry about. Uh-huh. So I gave her the benefit of the doubt and I'm not trying to control her. We're both in our mid thirties. After all, I spoke with her on Sunday morning and she tells me about the party and then proceeds to tell me. How another man who I don't know boofed her with Molly for those of you who don't know huh. bo- boofing is the
0: <laughs> <laughs> holy shit <laughs>
1: Act of blowing drugs into someone else's ass with a straw.
2: <laughs> no way. No.
1: Boofing is the act of blowing drugs into someone else's ass with a straw. Oh, I have to look this up. That is. I can't read any more of this until I find <laughs> out if this is true.
2: Well, it's kind of like us learning what, pe- <laughs> what pegging was on stage.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember when Peggy came up. <laughs> so this is from Urban Dictionary. This is top definition for boofing. When you take drugs or alcohol through your asshole to get higher, drunker, or quicker than otherwise. Used in a sentence. Did you see the boys last night? They were boofing loads of drugs. Huh. Do I, do I want to do an image search on this? No. <laughs> kids kids <laughs> these days, I tell you. Um. So I... If you're boofing alcohol, that's just butt chugging, right? Right, right. Oh, you can get a hat on Etsy that says, <laughs> make boofing great again. <laughs> <laughs> Why are huh. there... There's a ton of pictures. If you Google image for oh, I'm, boofing... Nope, no. There's it's- a ton of pictures of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> I they're not like pictures of him boofing. They're just pictures of him. <laughs> okay. Uh. Okay, hold on. Let's get a look at this. This is uh-huh. a picture from Brett Kavanaugh's high school yearbook. It says varsity yearbook or varsity football, three comma four, J V football two, freshman football one, basketball three four captain, frosh basketball captain, J V ball captain, blah 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 blah. Um jeez. What is this? I, I don't... Is, is it supposed to say... It does say something about Devil's Triangle in here. This is some weird stuff, man. Huh. Um, it says, those, at the bottom of his thing, it says, those prep guys are the biggest boofers. Why is that in his yearbook quote?
2: Yeah, I don't know. His Scary. yearbook, yeah, it says, have you boofed yet? Uh,
1: Very teach. strange. Yeah. Very strange. Okay, well, on the, back to the subject at hand. This dude's girlfriend letting some random dude boof some Molly into her ass. Um. All right, so let's go back. I spoke with her on Sunday morning, and she tells me about the party and then proceeds to tell me how another man who I don't know boofed her with Molly. For those who don't know, boofing is the act of blowing drugs into someone else's ass with a straw. I lost my shit. <laughs> yeah, I bet she did too I went a little psycho and freaked out As I feel this to be incredibly inappropriate And a violation of our trust I've done Molly and X a lot in my life And I understand how it affects people But I still think this was so fucked up I'm not sure what to do How would you feel And what should I do Is boofing wow. cheating Well I
2: I mean are you doing this I mean are you Pulling down your pants
1: in order to get the straw Inserted, I mean, how else would you do it? So, yeah, so there. Well, I, as I was say, doing an image search man.
2: because you got me curious, I saw someone put a bong up to someone and they
1: had underwear over their ass. So, well, I don't, yeah, I don't know how you could, yeah, I don't know how you actually do it. I don't, yeah, so yeah, that's a bit intimate. <clears throat> so, I, have, he, I mean, check mark for, for, for cheating is they're, na- you know, you're naked with someone else. So yeah. that's that's a check mark on the cheat side. Seems to be check mark on the other side. No one's coming. No one's having the uh, Meg Ryan in a in a deli experience. There's no. Well, We don't touch, know that. There's no stimulation <laughs> of sexual parts, uh, and there's no making out or anything. They're not like bumping that. uglies.
2: No, that doesn't sound like that's <sighs> that's happening.
1: Is huh. boofing cheating? It's a
2: slippery slope. Let's put it that way.
1: How do you get? How do, you, how do you get the Molly in the straw, and then get it in her ass, uh, and then without like sucking it into your mouth? I'm I'm thinking of like pixie stick physics here. Is is Molly a, a pill or is it a? Powder I'm assuming or? it's a. I'm assuming it's a pill. That, Molly's a pill, I think. Okay. I don't. I've never done it, but I've just like Wes Welker took Molly before the the um, Kentucky Derby one year. I remember that storyline. Um, huh. I'm assuming you would, gr- in this situation, you so would did he gr- win. <laughs> 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 That's good. It's very good. I'm ass- <laughs> If he did win on Molly, he would be the least drugged up mammal on that track, right? Guaranteed, <laughs> cleanest urine of all those mammals. Um, I'm assuming you grind the pill up. And then somehow pack it into a straw. That uh, just seems like so much work. Seems like a lot of like, I. You know what I'm thinking of is like, you know when you're doing a bone graft. Uh huh. <laughs> and you've got like all that particular and you bone graft it. matter, and you, and you and you accidentally put it in a straw and shoot it up someone else's ass. Gotta had a nickel. <laughs> no, I mean like. <laughs> Sometimes that particulate doesn't go everywhere you want it to go, and right. you're trying to get it in, and it starts okay. running and o- everywhere, and you like drop yeah. a little piece of it somewhere you don't want it to be. Like, yeah. How does that not happen with this? How many tablets of molly do you think you need uh, to make a successful booth? And do they make like a straw that's sort of a like safety lure lock kind of system, maybe? Or is there a booth specific straw? There's a design specifically for booth. Would it be less intimate and less like cheating if instead of blowing it, you just like did the the plunger with your thumb? <laughs> is that better? Is that a thing? Would huh. that be better?
2: I don't know. And well, it could use like those those uh we talked about it last time with the, the cigarette holder that,
1: that women oh, had. Like it's, make like it three feet long. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's, let's really make boofing great again. <laughs> like it was in the 20s. We're top shelf boof. We don't do that uh, white trash boof. Yeah. Well, this well boofing. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Am I going to have to get a make boofing great again hat? I think you might. I think I'm going to have to. Christ. where it the vot <laughs> I don't know if i can get it in time uh, probably not <laughs> wow. wow i wasn't expecting to see this today
2: no that was not
1: no i did not expect to spend 15 minutes of my life talking about boofing no Mm-mm. holy shit <laughs> holy shit um i don't think we can do anything better than that, Lance. No,
2: no. And on a high note.
1: I think that's gonna just about do it for tonight. Uh huh. Okay, um, share this with your friends <laughs> or not. Yeah, maybe twice, maybe if, if you have a friend that boofs, maybe. But even then, we've kind of insulted people who boof. So yeah. I don't know, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Um, read and review. I mean, don't judge us off of the last half of this episode, maybe. Yeah. Judge us uh, by the other um, hundred and something hours of tape we've put up. Um, as football players would say when they talk about like how they play, they just talk about, about the tape they put up, which means like how do they look on film when people watch them right. on film. Yeah. Judge us by the other uh, hundreds of hours of tape we've put up. Don't judge us by this 30 minutes that we, no pun intended, went deep diving on boofing.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, what's your favorite number, Lance? How I'm many grams of, of Molly would you boof if you were going to boof? Five grams? Five grams. Five grams of Molly. Um, <laughs> do that on <laughs> Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you listen to the show. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshit. Social bullshit. Facebook working interferences Josh and Lance, funny shit for dentists and dental team members. Twitter at Winterferences. Instagram at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at Dr. DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Josh Boston DDS. Mash that follow button, Lance. Tell me about your song. Well,
2: I had a, a different song in mind, but I kind of decided I'm
1: going to go with uh, Berlin's "Take My Breath Away." Oh Jesus, you fucker! <laughs> I'm going to be so. I'm. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Already uncomfortable with his 30 <laughs> minutes of boofing. Uh-huh. And now this. Like, so now <laughs> forever I will associate that Tom Cruise stuck <laughs> a straw. Who was that? Who is uh, who is the female lean in Top uh, Gun? Kelly yeah. McGillis? Yeah, there we go. I'm going to now forever associate Tom Cruise sticking a straw up Kelly McGillis's ass and blowing <laughs> cocaine or whatever would have been hot in 1984. Uh-huh. Um Wow, Lance. This is how psychopathy happens. It does. When you marry together two things that should never be married together. And now Boofing and Top Gun Top will Gun. be married. <laughs> Maybe that's how Goose died. Yeah. <laughs> That'd make for an interesting choice in the movie. Instead of like the ejector accident. Uh-huh. <laughs> they just come tell Mav like, hey. he's has got to strap his ass. Was that Meg Ryan too? Was. she was. In- man, yeah. this is a Meg Meg Ryan episode. Yeah. Um, hey, we're sorry, man. But, uh. <laughs> Meg Ryan had, a, had a, one of those big fat pixie six straws up Goose's ass and just mainlined about, you know, four ounces of Bolivian shale. And uh, yeah, Goose O'Deed he's dead. But a little different tone to the movie maybe at that point.
2: Yeah, it would go dark, really, uh, really, really, really dark.
1: And change the name of it to Top Boof. <laughs> Jesus. For Lance Timmerman. <laughs> I'm Josh Austin. Peace. And don't boof cheese bags. (laughs)